Hello and welcome to Frontier of Infinity, specifically to our second ancillary episode. As I was preparing the next few episodes for this show, I realized a way in that I was talking an awful lot about orbits and orbiting objects without having ever explained what exactly that means. It also occurred to me that there might be some people in the audience who don't exactly know what an orbit is or how it works. In fact, I'd say that probably most people don't know what an orbit actually is. Since orbits are so critical in spaceflight, I thought it would be a good idea to go over a quick crash course in what they are and how they work. I initially tried to work this explanation into one of the main episodes, but it always felt awkward. It felt like I was stopping the story in the middle to deliver a physics lesson, and I thought that it kind of killed the pacing wherever I tried to slot it in. So instead of doing that, you get a short little episode that will serve as a primer in the basics of orbits. So here we go. Orbits are all about balancing forward motion against the force of gravity. See, contrary to popular belief, there is in fact gravity in space. The idea that when you fly up high enough, gravity no longer applies is completely false. So when a spacecraft or a satellite flies into space, it's still being pulled down toward the Earth. To keep in space without falling back down, you have to keep moving fast enough in a perpendicular fashion to the direction of gravity to keep yourself aloft. To illustrate this, here's an example. Imagine a cannon sitting on the top of a tower. If we load a shell into this cannon and fire it off, the shell is going to travel a given distance before it hits the ground because gravity is pulling it down as it travels. So the path that shell will follow takes on the shape of an arc. Now, if we were to fire off that shell a little faster, it would travel farther before hitting the ground. The arc would become longer and shallower. Now imagine we could fire that shell at extremely high speeds, so that it would travel so far that by the time gravity was able to pull it back down to the ground, the Earth would start to curve away underneath it. It would follow that curve around before it hit the ground. Theoretically, we could fire off that cannon shell so fast that its horizontal velocity would match the rate at which the Earth was curving away below it. So as it falls one meter toward the ground, the ground is curving away by one meter in the same period of time. Without air resistance, that shell would fall forever. It would never hit the ground, because the ground is curving away at the same rate that the shell is falling. Now, of course, in reality, drag from the air would bleed off speed until the shell would crash down. But in space, where there's very little material to produce drag, an object can maintain an orbit almost indefinitely, depending on how high up it is. Now, let's apply this principle to a rocket launching a spacecraft. The rocket first has to fly vertically very high to escape the dense layers of the Earth's atmosphere that will produce a lot of drag. As the rocket flies up through these layers, it begins to roll, meaning that it starts to orient itself horizontally with respect to the Earth's surface 
instead of vertically, so that by the time it reaches space, all that momentum it accrued while flying upwards is directed horizontally. At this point, the spacecraft is flying at a perpendicular angle to the direction in which gravity is pulling it down. If the spacecraft is traveling too slowly, gravity will gradually pull it back down. If it's traveling too quickly, it will break free of the Earth's gravity entirely and shoot off into space. But if it's traveling at just the right rate, then it will match the rate at which the Earth is curving away below it, and it will not hit the ground. It'll achieve a stable orbit above the planet, where it can stay with only small adjustments. These adjustments are necessary because while space tends to be very empty, there's still a thin haze of particles present, especially near a planet, that will produce a little bit of drag and gradually slow the spacecraft. A spacecraft can correct for this with small bursts from its engines to keep itself in the sweet spot between crashing back down and rocketing away into space. I hope that makes the principle a little clearer. It's hard to accurately explain without visual aids, so if you're still confused, there's some great YouTube videos and those sorts of things that can help you understand. But suffice to say, an orbit is a balance between forward motion and the force of gravity, which allows an object to repeatedly fall around a massive body in space without falling into it. Orbits can come in all kinds of shapes. Some are perfectly circular, but they can be ellipsoidal as well. Things can get fairly complicated when discussing orbits, and frankly, I'm no expert on orbital mechanics or anything, but we might revisit this topic in the future as it becomes relevant. For now, though, I hope this helps. Thanks for listening, folks. I'll see you among the stars. <laughs>